What's up, everyone? Welcome to What's Your Process? I'm your host, Daniel Artest. This podcast is a podcast where I talk to other people about what their journey is into their current genre. Normally, I will just talk to podcasting, but I got a special guest today. We're going to be talking about his journey into photography. I got a Tony Martin from Skill Advised. Tony, what's going on, brother? Yeah, such a blessing to be here. I'm Tony. Everybody know me as Tony. Shop me on all my social media handles. I'm a certified content creator for small businesses, brands, entrepreneurs, podcasts. Anything camera related, holla at me. Tony shot you. Tony shot me. Hey, we in there. Yeah, that's cool. And I love that he did his uh, social media call out at the beginning of the show. That's what's up. We get that out the way, get that business out the way. Might as well just say it too. Don't forget to follow me yeah. at the Daniel Artest Pod on Instagram and Twitter as well. 265 Media on Instagram and Twitter as well. So we're going to get right into it real quick. So, hey, Tony, tell us about you and Skill Advised. Honestly, believe it or not, we're going to be we gonna be raw and unedited. Like, Skill Advised started because I was real big on music and media and just creating art. And I used to be in the military, but always having people, you know what I'm saying, flake on me. Mm. Right? Say I'll do a song. Cause I, used to, I, I did the music. Say I'll do a song. I needed somebody to make a beat. So me being stubborn, okay, I'm going to start making beats. Yeah. Now I need a cameraman. Me being stubborn, I started learning how to work with cameras. And then I happened to look up 15 years later, I'm running my own multimedia business, and I could care less about rapping right now. <laughs> but I, the skill and talent is still there, but my passion is coming from creating that impact on people. That's really it. And I feel like I can do that with cameras and editing and put me on a beat machine or something. Or just anything I can create art from scratch. Yeah, trust when I say don't sleep on it. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> That's a fact. This is, and by the way, everybody, this is my first in-house guest podcast ever. I've been doing this for three years, so this is actually pretty cool to do this. We got a whole dope setup that y'all going to see, whether in pre-roll or post-roll or whatever we're going to talk yeah. about. We're going to see the whole setup and everything. So I want to talk about the, the challenges, the hurdles when you first started doing this. But for me, for podcasting, it's like what I told you earlier, just basically just getting started, pressing record, finding my voice. and what I'm comfortable with. What was your challenges when you first got into shooting uh, with photography? I want to say, honestly, I had a, I got to be real, I had a couple of challenges. Because first, the first big challenge was I felt like, I think a lot of people go through this. They felt like I had to have all the stars had to be aligned for me to drop some content or everything had to be just perfect for me to do something. And once everything got perfect, then I hit another obstacle where it was like, oh, I need this kind of equipment, or I need this kind of light, or I need this kind of camera. And it's me trying to play God with the universe instead of letting God do his job. That was a big obstacle, but it was like once I really focused on my passion in itself, after that, everything started falling into place for me. Like, it ain't no more, I'm going to wait until the blue moon on the, on the fourth Saturday, and uh -uh, I ain't got time for that. If it's ready, it's ready. We done. Yeah. You yeah. know, so that's how I wanted to come out of it. Something that I feel like something that's bigger than myself. And then if I can give it to somebody else, that right there changed their life no matter how big or small. It might be something that they'll remember forever. Might be something that they'll love forever. It might be something that, you know, but I put that drop of that ounce of water a change. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. that's why I love making movies, love writing, love editing, love anything dealing with digital art, content creation. That's that's my thing right there. If it was a female, I'd probably leave my girl behind it. <laughs> hey, that's, hey, listen, that's real. I respect it because that's how I feel about basketball. So how, like, how when you first started getting into the field with, with photography, like, how long did it take for you to really get out there and do your first shoot? How long was it before, like, when you, basically what I'm saying, from the birth of Skill Advice to actually going out, getting your first 
your first client? Like, how long was it? How long did it take? Did you have any cold feet too as well? Yeah, heck yeah. Honestly, like, I get cold feet, like, not as far as the experience and the skills I have, but I get cold feet as far as when you're getting a new client mm -hmm. or a new customer. Of course, first impressions is everything. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So that was, I was overthinking that. I always, one of those types, I want to make sure when I go to a client, I can tell you every single thing about my camera, every single thing about what we're going to do from an expert standpoint. And then my biggest thing was when I first started out, of course, you got to do portfolio work, do a lot of free work. And sometimes it does get frustrating, but the learning that comes with it, like I said, years later, and you just keep your head down, keep pushing, half of this stuff you do with your eyes closed now. And it's, it's no limit to what, what you can create. But when I first started, I want to say, I kept going to like events and gigs. And before you knew it, everybody knew me as the cameraman. And then they started seeing my work, but they didn't know a lot of that work was free. It was just put my name out there. But once they seen it, and, and, and then the, the demand got high for it, yeah. it was like, yeah, now I got to put a price tag on it. <laughs> but me, I'm not doing it for the money. I just, hey, they want to pay for it. They want to pay for a service. Oh, we got packages for everybody. I don't <laughs> care who you are. And everybody get different prices. It's custom made to what you need, whatever your vision is, plain and simple, cut cutthroat, none of that. That's what's up, man. So for photography, everybody's doing it, especially with social media, especially with the upgraded. Of, you could do a whole thing with your iPhone if you want to. You know what I'm saying? So, like, how do you make skill advice stand out from everybody else in this business? See, my thing is, like you were saying earlier, uh, behind the scenes, you got to be true to yourself. And going to film school and doing, like, all the apprenticeship programs and shooters camps and all that, there is a reason why the cameras and everything is still in business because almost every phone has a camera. But there's a certain eye you have to have. You can know all the tech specs you want, but that there's that certain look that you're going for, and it's not trying to mimic what's on TV. Or, but you, of course, you can look at the people that inspire you. Like my biggest inspiration when it comes to filming, shout out Spike Lee. That's I've been looking up to him since I was a young boy. I'm not from New York, but I'm a Knicks fan because of Spike Lee, and it's been like that since the '90s. But I always looked at that because it's like the limited resources I did have when I started out. It was that same path, and I'm like, yo, he can do it. I know I can do it. And not saying that he, you know what I'm saying, on that level, it's just something to look up to, something to shoot towards. And I'm like, yo, we gonna, we gonna be at that table soon. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanna ask you another question. Like, what's your process from the outline to all of this until you press send and send those pictures and videos to your client? What's the entire process? Okay, okay, I'll give you an example. Um, What month is this? It's July. Since January, since January, me and my company done did seven weddings so far. And every time a client will reach out, it's a whole new process every time. Yeah. Because you're going to have a different setting. You're going to have different scenarios. You're going to have different everything, weather, whatever. Everything's going to be different. But what I try to do is throughout that process, I would try to get to know my client first. And, of course, keep my client reassured that you're dealing with an expert, but this is going to be something that you're going to remember forever. Like, his, the people that you pay for these events, they should be the last ones you're worried about. And I know how I am. If I pay $100,000 for a car and that car break down, I'm going to raise all. Same thing when it comes to servicing clients. It's like, hey, we're going to get this client as comfortable as possible. And as far as, like, my process, as far as creating goes, it's like one of those. If my client says they want a, they want a nice green background, I may see that green background. I'm going to fulfill that client's need. But I might say, hey, here's this green background, but now I put a little silver lining on it or something. Uh, nine times out of ten, they're like, oh, I didn't think of that. And they get more ideas, and then they want more, then they want more. And guess what? I got a specific package for any kind of 
vision you have. Plain and simple. I don't do pay scales. I don't do no time slots, none of that. We sit there and build. No strings attached. We talk. This your vision. Boom, I chop it up for you like that. And then I'm one of the only ones in my area. I'm not going to say one. One of the few ones in my area, I have a 24 to 48 hour turnaround on anything. Not many people is doing that unless they got 10 to 12 people. And this is Tony shot me, skill advised. It's just me and my beautiful assistant. And that's it. I don't really, all I have is the passion, the hunger, and the experience. That's all. I don't need a whole army to, we can make it happen. So you ain't got to break the bank. Yeah, exactly. And shout out to your very beautiful assistant, Jessica, back there, always supporting us and showing love and everything. Yeah, definitely. So what's your most successful shoot? And why you think it did? I think my most successful shoot, believe it or not, I had to do a music video on a rooftop of a garage. Now, people that's into photography and videography, they know broad daylight, 12, 1 o'clock on a rooftop of a garage. It's not as easy as it, as it sounds. And then you got to deal with things being overexposed and you got to have the right lenses and everything. But the client that I was shooting for, he's an up-and-coming artist, and he was saying that this was his vision. But he went ahead and put his hands down and said, hey, I want you to have creative control. And the second he told me, hey, do it how you do it, I went ahead and just went from the heart. And then he basically was shedding tears saying that was the best video he ever seen. And in my head, I'm like, I'm happy that you loved it. But at the end of the day, it was like I wanted to do so much more, but I was only on a rooftop. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? But that was something big for me. And believe it or not, it wasn't even about the money. It was more so fulfilling that client's needs and actually having that long-lasting impact because it's, oh, yeah, that first one, now you can't stop talking about me. You're going to yeah. come back. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I'm not going to give you no trash work, so you're going to come back, and it's now we're going to have that long-lasting relationship. Yeah. that's what I like to build partnership relationships. I don't like to say, oh, this is the client, or I'm just, I'm just, no, this is somebody that we got a partnership with, we're working with together. We keep working together. It might You might have, hey, I got to cook out with the family, man, you busy. Oh, we done did stuff together. I, I'll show up. You ain't got to worry about that. I'm not one of those that's going to penny pinch every single thing because I want to see my I want to see my partners grow as well. Because the more my partners grow, then when they want to start throwing funds and all that, now we can start breaking bread together. Like, why would I try to break your back when we all trying to make it? Yeah, yeah, I agree. This is 100% independent, so we all trying to make it out here. That's all. Yeah, I feel you, man. I feel you. But now knowing what you know about about shooting photography like what is the biggest lesson you have learned about being a photographer now the biggest lesson yeah i'll say the biggest lesson and my biggest flaw that i've learned from of course since then is resiliency and the reason i say resiliency is because my biggest lesson is whenever you go out to a shoot or whenever you go to a video shoot photo shoot any kind of event things are always going to be different and sometimes things are changed during the shoot yeah so you have to have that resiliency. And when I first started out, I would get so flustered and frustrated. And I would get the job done, but I wasn't really for words after I got done. But knowing how to have that resiliency and still keeping that rapport with the client, even facing those obstacles, is still made for everything to be better. Yeah. And that's the biggest thing I learned, just learning how to be, learning how to be, you know what I'm saying, humble as well. Because, like, everybody has some kind of experience. But knowing that there is always more to learn. And sometimes you can even learn from your clients as well. Yeah. I can't take that for granted at all, you know. Yeah, that's what's up, man. Yeah, you're right. Though. You can't take none of You can't really take none of this stuff for granted. But like with me, just in podcasting, I think that uh, now knowing what I've known, I just wish that uh, I didn't rush the process and stuff. Like, could have just took, I uh, could have just took more time learning how to edit. And also, like, 
because my podcast is a more audio based than video and stuff. You know what I mean? And just focusing towards. Oh, we'll change that. Don't worry. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. For now, we'll change. Because <laughs> I, I, I look at it like this: everybody's driving to work. There's millions of people to every day driving to work, and a lot, of, uh, at least, what millions of people listen to podcasts. You know what I mean? I try to like gear my show into something like this, yeah. where making sure that audio is that audio quality is elite. Because they're gonna be listening to it in their cars, cars. while they're cleaning up and things of that sort. So I wish I would have when I started out. I wish I would have focused more on that. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, we're gonna be doing the videos. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? This is this is actually a really dope setup. I can't wait for y'all to see it, man. It's, it's so so you also into you got Tony's creating that type of content. What's your best tip for consistent content creation? The best tip I can have. I'm gonna give you the short answer and the long answer. Okay. The short answer is just put the work in. Yes. You see what I'm saying? And then the long answer is it's like, we all human, so you're not going to be happy every day. You're not going to have money in your pocket every day. You might have days where you're crying. You might have days where you just can't control your happiness. But I feel like if you take that same energy, whether it's positive or negative, and don't put 90% of it on social media, but put that energy into your craft and your passion, You'd be surprised some of the stuff you create. Yeah. There's been projects that I created and I was sad as ever, but it came out so beautifully. And it was like, if only you knew what I was thinking when I was recording that. But yeah. <laughs> it's just use that energy to fuel you, whatever it is. And it's like, once it leaves your body, if you can change it to a positive before it leaves your body, you're changing the world no matter what. Yeah, I, I agree. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm yeah. real big on positive energy. That's all. Yeah. I definitely agree on that one. That was pretty dope. Always just be consistent. Mm -hmm. Always just make sure you have a, I always tell people, I was talking to one of my friends yesterday about this and I was telling him like, forget about the destination. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. It's, you know, forget about the journey, but just focus on the, des the destination because when you're on your journey, everybody that's listening to this, you're going to have your ups and downs, basically your highs and lows. That's just life. You know what I'm saying? You're going to have the peanut gallery, the people that is watching this, hoping that you fail. You're going to have them doubting you. Hey, yo. You're going to have, you're going to even doubt yourself. You know what I mean? I have self-doubt a lot when it comes to content creating because I, I wish I could do more, but I'm only limited. But I try to excel as much in my own limitations. I've learned how to not I was color outside the painting anymore. You know what I mean? I stay in my box and then as I learn, I go. So yeah, it's, it's always going to be like that. You, you just got to keep pushing forward regardless of stuff. Let's talk about your tools and your services that you use, like your software, your audio editing, everything. Like what do you use? What are you using? Let's see. As far as my photos, of course, the basic. Adobe Creative Cloud, any Adobe program, mainly Lightroom or Photoshop. But when it comes to my videos, I love Final Cut Pro with almost any plugin you can find. That's, I love Premiere as well on Adobe, but sometimes when I really want to get in my bag, I'm jumping on Final Cut and it's going to be something dope you've ever seen. And if I'm doing like graphic design, creating logos, I either hop on and shout out to Canva or I hop on another Adobe program. Because when I was in school, all we had was Adobe. There wasn't no Canva. There wasn't no Final Cut. You had to do everything on Adobe to get that <laughs> passing grade. So it was like, once you learned it and then you learned the other programs, I was jumping into that. It was a walk in the park. But my favorite program of all time right now, I got to say, is Final Cut. All right, what about the hardware? What hardware? Because, like, when I'm looking, uh, when I'm looking around, I see everything. We got a camera here. We got a camera there. We got a camera right there. And we got a camera right here. You know what I'm saying? We got lights and everything in here, man. I don't see that as the elaborate setup, but we got something going on over here. So what's what's the hardware? I'm real big on, like, I used to, I, I'm not going to say used to. Like, I've always, I love Panasonic cameras. The Lumix series. 
Like right now, I have more Lumix cameras. Cause I used to want to start a YouTube channel just doing like Lumix reviews. But I have two G7s. Well, on, on set right now, I have two G7s and a G9. Then of course I have my whole lighting system and basically the whole lights camera action. But as far as I got my field monitors and my tripods, but as far as my cameras go, like hardware, like when you say hardware to a photographer, the first thing you think about is their cameras and their lenses. Yeah. So of course, like any kind of Lumix camera, I probably already got it or I got my main three or four that I always go to. But my favorite Lumix camera is a toss up between my G9 and my G86. But I like my G9 better because sometimes I can just do my photography and this real powerful camera. Now lenses. I'm a diehard fan of Rockinon lenses. All my lenses are Rockinon. So what you're looking at right now is through Rockinon lenses. And those are basically prime lenses. There ain't no zooming, ain't no, you're in one spot, you get like that nice cinematic movie look. If you want to throw some filters on it, indie filters or whatever you can, but depending on your setting, you can get that perfect shot. Of course, with proper color grading and editing it. Oh yeah, you will see the outcome of this and like I said, once you, what you're looking at right now is on rocking on lenses and it's nice and clear. It keep it, it leaves all the guesswork out. And sometimes a lot of these camera people, they'll get a camera and they'll get the little autofocus cameras. That's cool with photography, in my opinion, because everybody shoots different. I'm, I ain't knocking nobody, but I don't like autofocus when it comes to doing video because you can be moving and subjects moves and then everything, the whole scene goes blurry. And now you're mad. You keep everything set. I can move around, but we've been clear this whole time. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Any other lens, they normally, some of them don't do that unless you got like a follow focus or, a, but it's so much different associated parts in the hall where I always stick to my bread and butter and give me my three, three to four cameras, do everything in one or two shots, no hassle, quick turnaround. That's why I'm able to turn everything around so fast. Cause usually when I'm shooting, it's always more than one camera on, or I'll have gimbals or I have drones and, I fly drones as well, but of course I'm not going to fly a drone in here, but whenever, you know, I, I do something for like my real estate clients or my real estate partners, you know, how y'all doing? I'll go and fly my drone around like their apartment complex, or I set up a drone and fly around a brand new house they're trying to sell. And I enjoy, I just like creating, whether it's business art for other businesses to get more clients, or if it's like my personal, just me being myself, I'll turn the cameras on and just be myself. And that's my, and then that's where the ideas come from. That's like basically the whole process. Like I'll sit back, I'll probably eat some good food and something might be on TV and I'll see something funny or I'll see something weird that they did on the movie and it's, I could have did that like this. And next thing I'm reaching in my camera bag. <laughs> it's like that every single time. <laughs> and I've actually tried to redo some stuff. Sometimes it's a hit, sometimes it's a miss, but like I said, y'all human, but I, like right now I'm really big on, I'm setting up a, they don't, y'all will see it in the future. It's not done yet, but I'm setting up an actual green screen booth. Like, not just a green screen. Like, you ever seen, like, those big Hollywood studios where everything in that room is green? Yeah. Those rooms are super expensive, but I'm not rich. I'm not comfortable, but I'm not. But what I want to do is I want to set up a room and basically build it from scratch. And where you when you walk in, everything in there is green to where I can do anything I need. You know? Yeah. Other than that, I'm like, I have green screens now, but I don't want to just be the guy with one or two green backdrops. I want to have a whole area that's yeah. green. Once I can do that, I'm like, yeah, I'm really ready to start. Yeah, because you might need one wall. You might need one wall that's not as big as the other wall and stuff like that. Yeah, you, you, you can pretty much then do your own thing. Set to where you might have a situation to where you record it, and they don't tell you this, but say you got a green screen, 
set up. You got to put a green screen on your computer screen. You got to put a green screen on your windows, all that. Just in case, because you're in a car driving. Yeah. You can actually set a green screen on your windows. The car ain't got to move, and you sit in your car like you're driving. That car ain't moving that one bit. That's crazy. That's why I like it. But, of course, you have to, like, really key it, because you can tell the difference if it ain't done. Okay. But I like how the attention to detail, you can really jump in and do something. Like, I would have brought the green screen out here, but I felt like I wasn't going to be able to light it how I wanted to. Cause you really want to have that green screen lit like with almost all your lights. Okay, I got you. Any kind of shadows, but y'all gonna see more of that as well. I'm gonna have that one green screen shot when me and him gonna be on the basketball court and I'm gonna try to dunk on him, but we know I can't do that in real life. One dare is the dream. You see my face? I'm just saying, one dare is the dream. I, <laughs> hey, my last name Martin. Martin had a dream. I'm just saying. Come on, man. Come on, man. Don't, don't do this. <laughs> I can't beat him in 2K. But hey, yeah. that, hey, that's all. That's a. That's I'll be, a. I'll be honest with the world. Hey. It's all right, though. <laughs> that's a whole. That's a whole nother story right there, man. But yeah, like, what? Tell me the things that you learned on your journey, though, on your photography journey. You know, what I mean, that wasn't obvious beforehand. Ah, uh, okay, okay. One thing I did learn, like, as far as one thing I really learned, you got to be selfish with yourself. And reason I say that is, you're gonna go through that phase where you're doing free work every once in a while, and I'm not saying stop that. You know what I'm saying? Because every once in a while, it might be an opportunity where it's, it's a big opportunity you're not going to get paid for. But, hey, I'm not saying turn it down, but at the same time, there's going to come a point in your entrepreneurship to where it's like there's a stopping point, And when somebody comes to you, you need to know how much you're worth, how much you're personally worth. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So, once like, learning how much I was worth and what I'm capable of doing and actually having that con having that confidence to say, hey, this is X amount of dollars, and I'm looking at them with straight face. Because you got a lot of guys that'll start out and be like, yeah, I'll do it for this much. And they're hoping you're going to say, yeah, I'm looking at my people down to where I'm doing this for the love. I'm also doing this because I know what I'm doing. So it's this price. You can't find that. I'm quite sure somebody else want to pay that. Yeah. Yeah. But I guarantee when you see the work, you go, I let the work speak for itself. I'm not really a talker like that. This is actually one of my first interviews as well. So I just, I like let the work show for itself. That's all. So basically what he's saying is this. He said, yo. If you want the best price, I ain't got the best price, but I got the best work in the city. Word. I, <laughs> I ain't see nobody, unless they got camera crews, it's eight, nine people. Ain't nobody out here doing it by themselves like that. Yeah, no, this is right now. This setup is crazy. I yeah. handle my own lights. I handle my own audio. I handle my own everything. And it's like, everybody, my assistant, believe it or not, my beautiful assistant, that's my wife to be. So mm. <laughs> that's about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, but just to having that passion to create, that's everything to me. Yeah, definitely. Yo, listen, man. I want to thank you for coming on to the show, my guy. Yeah, I want to thank you for coming on to the show, for real. Yo, just tell everybody where they can reach you at. I know we said at the top of the show, but just let everybody know before we end where everybody can reach you at. Tony shot me. Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, Twitter. Tony shot me, all one word. Oh, that's what's up. So, yeah, don't forget to follow DR Test Pod on Instagram and Twitter. All right. 265 Media on Instagram and Twitter as well. Hey man, thank you for joining us at What's Your Process. This is a podcast where we talk to other people about their journey. Normally it's podcasting journey, but today switch it up for my brother right here, Tony. And we got into a little bit of photography, a little bit of tech and everything of that. So I hope y'all enjoyed it. Don't forget to show love to the podcast with the subscriptions and everything like that. With that being said, love is love. Peace.